Our habits have a huge impact on our lives for better or for worse. But sometimes we get stuck in a rut and our habits start to hold us back. That's when we need to take control and make a change. On this episode, I want to talk about how our habits can either support us or hinder us, and how to make the necessary changes to create healthier, more productive habits. Join me as we explore the power of our habits and how to make them work for us instead of against us. It's time to take control of our lives and make things happen. Spark your awakening. Ponder your dreams and rewrite your story. It's time to wonder more with your host, Jason Tharp. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Wonder More podcast. My name is Jason Tharp, your resident brain cancer survivor on a mission to help you ponder your dreams, spark your awakening, and rewrite your story. Welcome and welcome to Wondering With Me. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back. Do me a huge favor. Make sure you send me some stars, reviews, wherever you listen to this podcast. You know, just take a second to rank it and all that good stuff like that. That's how we help spread the message. And if you could do me a huge favor and share this with a friend. Uh, If one person shares it with one person, then we can actually start making a difference. If you're new, welcome. Thank you so much for checking this out. I hope I really, really, truly hope that some part of me sharing my story will resonate with you and you will be able to use part of this to help make your life maybe a little bit better. And if so, do me a favor and and tell your friends. So I want to jump right in with this idea of habits and throw out a scenario and tell me that if you can relate to this. It's Monday. You've set out a plan. I mean, all the last month, you've set out a plan for this Monday. And on this Monday, you are going to change it all. You're going to start eating better. You're going to start going to the gym. You're going to read the right books. Or you're going to do You're going to do whatever. You, you know what it is. We've all been here. And then Monday comes, and sure enough, you get up early. You got all your, pant, your clothes laid out to go to the gym and, and get at it, right? You've gotten rid of all the bad stuff in your house because you want to eat better and you want to do it right. And Monday goes perfect. And you're so excited about it. And Monday, you you're high-fiving yourself. You feel like a winner. You feel like everything is going great. And then Tuesday comes and you're set. You're doing the exact same thing you did on Monday. But then this time when you go out to your car, maybe there's a flat tire or somebody has cut you off. Something has happened that has thrown off that emotional state of joy that you have that has been formed from this new habit. And all of a sudden, your good old friend doubt starts setting in. And it starts going, low. well, you know, we're going to be late today and I'll throw that off. And, but that's okay. We'll still stick with this. And then the next thing happens, the next thing you know, the next thing you know, the next thing you know, before you get there, you've completely forgotten about the new habit you're going to form. And then all of a sudden, what was a success for you yesterday on that Monday becomes something that you're going to put off until next Monday. And we just cycle and repeat because that's what we do. I am guilty of this a million times, so I don't want you to think that I'm preaching to you. I'm just telling you I know exactly how this feels. You know, for me, it has manifested at about a million and a half times 10 in my life where I have set out with good intentions to really change a lot of stuff about myself. And for whatever reason, I have allowed myself to talk myself out of those habits. It's very easy to do because well, if you think about it, the, the the pain of changing that habit is more than the joy that you will find from it, or at least you think it is. And that's partly where I want to jump into talking about this. But I also wanted to paint a picture just so you can kind of get an idea a little bit uh, more about myself. Um, so when I graduated high school, I was 175 pounds. I met our wife, uh, well, now wife, not that long after that. And I ended up gaining some weight, just a little bit of weight. I ended up weighing, well, the scale stopped at 389 pounds. 
pounds. So I just round up to 400 because it went, it went that number pretty quick when it stopped. And then one day she dried my pants and just like cotton shrinks. I couldn't leave the house because I couldn't button my pants and it was really embarrassing for me. And, and it was kind of like maybe looking back, it was probably like the first real bounce off of rock bottom. Um, where I kind of had to face a little bit of my habits. It was in that process during this time, this was when everything was fat-free. All the media was telling us fat was bad. Everything you read in magazines, fat was bad. And so all of what, you know, used to be full of fat is now fat-free. So you have fat-free mayonnaise and, you know, all these different things like this. So I decided that I was going to adopt that habit, that fat was bad. And I got rid of all the fat stuff and everything like that, you know, and um, joined the gym. I threw all the bad food away, replaced with all what I would thought was good food, and I'm going to join the gym and I'm going to start a new habit. The catch was, is the pain of not being able to button my pants far outweighed the want to continue to eat whatever I wanted and not take care of myself. So that's what I did. I showed up the gym every day. I would work out every day. On an empty stomach, I would do 30 minutes of cardio religiously. And slowly it started to change. And, you know, before, you know, I shouldn't say before you know it, because it was not a before you know it. It took a good solid year and a half where I got down to, I believe my lowest was like 189 pounds. Now, I'm not saying that to get some sort of like pat on the back, like good job, you lost a bunch of weight. But I am saying it because I ignored that whole system that I learned in that lesson I learned there uh, way back then was that if I wanted the life that I wanted to have, all I have to do is change my habits. I thought that what I was doing was eating the right, I was doing what everybody told me to do. Never once back then, maybe it was because I was too young or maybe I was just wasn't educated enough or I just didn't really pay attention. I never knew it was my actual habit that was making the success happen for me. All I knew was, is if I follow these things that everybody tells me to do, I'll lose weight, which side note, all fat free things, what they do with that was they just replaced it with sugar, you know? Um, so I went from like being a addicted to eating bad stuff to just being addicted to sugar because I ate all fat free things and you know, whatever. Life goes on. During that process, though, you know, I remember what it felt like to to succeed, right? It felt good. And it felt like I was actually getting some things accomplished. And then, you know, what you realize is that it's as quickly as something goes where you're having a success in something, you start to fall back into your old pattern of behavior that's harmful and unproductive. You start to think, well, I've got this under control now, so I can kind of let my hand off the wheel a little bit. And then slowly you start maybe, you know, I'll just dip in here to some fast food thing for, you know, lunch. And then I will go over here and do this. And before you know it, you start to slowly kind of like break that habit and you've let go of what made you successful in the first place, which was that you were leaning into what actually made you feel better about yourself and you valued yourself enough to do the hard stuff, which is to say no to something that is going to, by design, make you feel really good about yourself. Those things are full of, you know, uh, all this, the food, as far as that goes, is kind of full of stuff that makes you feel good, right? It goes the same with anything in life. Definitely much better to like be like, you know, I want to sleep in today versus getting up and go to the gym early today. It's much easier to do like, I'm just going to continue to do my work that I want to do versus the thing that I really would love to do 
because it's so much easier because I'm so used to just waking up with this routine. And the, the default we all fall back to is that I will start it some other day. But what happens when that other day doesn't show up? What happens when setbacks happen? You know, what happens when your world is flipped upside down? Because trust me, there is going to come a day where something is going to happen that is going to flip your world. I don't know what it is. I, I hope that it's not super horrible for you, but there will be something that is going to make you question your habits. For me, it was definitely 100% the words, you have a brain tumor. With that message for me came immediately. There was not much of a delay of, okay, cool. That doesn't apply to me. I would kind of, I guess I would reject that. Or I would say in my head, the way I justified it was like, well, that that's cool, but you're going to get it all. I, I kind of did whatever I think I could at the time to make myself feel like I was in control, that I uh, was being brave, that I wasn't scared and all of these things like that. I did not want to lean into that vulnerability too much because I felt like that if I did, then somehow this brain tumor was going to win. In a way, I guess that is kind of how life has prepared me, whether it was going through rough times as a kid, growing uh, you know, obese, hating myself, all these different things kind of taught me what it's like to survive tough stuff. And in a weird way, I kind of feel like it served me well when I was told that I had a brain tumor. Now, the reason why I say that I feel like it served me well was because I was full of self-doubt growing up. I was full of self-doubt as an adult. I was very insecure. I had a lack of confidence. I don't think most people would have said that if they would have known me, but for whatever reason, in this moment, it was like my pants getting dried. It was that moment that says, well, that's cool, but I'm going to change this. I'm going to take control in this. And in that instant, what you kind of, what you, what I didn't realize at the time and what you're not going to realize at the time, but you will, if you pay attention and self-reflect is that when you decide to change your habit, you actually take control of your life. You start to take the wheel and you start to write the story that you want to write. Instead of it being dictated to you, you're able to actually write a story. You're actually in control. You get to choose how you want to attack this thing, or you can very well keep with the same habits that have always got there. So what ended up happening for me, obviously, was lots of stress and anxiety. I would definitely say my mental health was like taxed. All of these different things started to take over a little bit. It was things that like I had felt like I had dealt with pretty much my whole life. You know, I, I really do feel like most of growing up, probably anxiety. Uh, I don't know if depression is the right word for it, but it kind of was like my home base. It was it was so normal that I didn't know that something was off, I guess is the best way to describe it. But this was different. After I was told I had a brain tumor, it was overwhelming anxiety. It was like a depression like I've never felt before and anxiety that I never felt before. Like, am I going to die? Am, is it gone? Is it coming back? Because you have to understand part of my story is that it took me two and a half, three weeks to find out what it actually was. As a storyteller to a higher degree, I believe, than what the, even the average human does storytelling wise, I would tell myself all kinds of crazy stories. But then all of a sudden, like, I kind of remember thinking back and pondering the question of like, well, if 
this tumor was created by me, which it was, uh, there's no gene markers that say that say this is what will cause a glioblastoma. So if it was created by me, why couldn't I be the person that creates the thing that makes it not come back? When I say the thing, is this is all pre-knowing anything about this stuff. This was all just me working through my past to reflect on my past so I could help my future self. This is what I was doing. And this is what I encourage a lot of you to do as you start to form new habits. So as I was looking at my past to force some sort of inspiration to apply to my future me, I realized that most of the time when I started to change something about myself is because I felt like there was a purpose to it, that I had some sort of meaning. I had to fig- I was figuring out something new and I looked at this situation that way. What is my purpose for this? How am I going to beat this? And I, you know, of course I want to be here for my kids. I want to be here for my wife. I want to be here longer than what the doctor at the time was telling me that I would be here for. And then it was sitting down literally with a piece of paper and trying to figure out if somebody were to to beat this thing, somebody would, were to make this impossible possible, what would they do? How would it look? How would they carry themselves? What would be their habits that they would do every day to make sure that they are doing everything that they possibly could to make sure that this thing doesn't come back? And that's what I started to do. I had no instructions for this. I didn't know if this was going to work. This was literally just a gut instinct that kind of was along the same lines that drove me back to when my wife dried my pants, go to the gym, do the things and start doing the stuff that you know that you can do. And that's exactly what I leaned on. I leaned on the habits that I knew I could do. I knew that I could sit down and talk with myself because I had done it so much. By this time, when my diagnosis had come down, I had already been working on myself by, by reading therapy books, going to therapists, and really trying to figure out what made me tick. I was trying to uncover the story of why I don't like myself. So I was well-versed in the art of talking with myself. I was also well-versed in this idea that like, I'm not perfect. Learning that not being perfect is okay. And so when the diagnosis came down, it wasn't as hard because when before I would think that if I wasn't perfect, then I was a bad person. If I wasn't perfect, then there's something wrong with me. I had already been working this. So I think in a lot of ways, I didn't look at the diagnosis as like, this is the universe's way of saying that you're not perfect. So therefore you're getting punished by getting this disease thrown into your lap. So I just kind of looked at things from a logical standpoint, but I didn't know it at the time. Again, I have to emphasize so much that as the words are coming out of my mouth now, this is after lots of reflection. What was happening though at the time was lots of guessing and lots of doubt and lots of fear and lots of just trying to throw pain on the wall and hope it sticks. I want you to know that as you start to form new habits, it's going to feel like that. You're going to feel lost and it's going to feel really, really weird. And you're going to feel like that you're not going to be able to do it, but you can. You have to stop looking at the overall picture and thinking that your success has to happen in a day. Understand that sometimes just showing up that day needs to count as a win. Maybe your goal is to lose weight. You don't have to go in and run 10 miles on a treadmill tomorrow. Sometimes it's just showing up at the gym. Sometimes it could just be sitting out and visualizing what it looks like to be at your goal weight or whatever it could be. And I'm just using weight here as an example. This applies to any sort of thing that you would do. As you start to kind of go through the process of forming this habit, figure out what it means to you. Why do you want to do that? Figure out what makes you happy. What joy are you going to get out of this? I would sit down and I would picture about like, you know, being here three years from now, five years from now. What does that look like? I would 
do all these different things. And then I knew that I could go to my gym and I could work towards it. And I thought, well, as somebody that would be beat it, that would beat cancer, they would take care of themselves. So I started doing research on diet. I started researching exercise. I started researching more on mindfulness. And there's so much information out there. If you just dig into whatever it is that you're trying to tackle, that you're going to find people that are, that have been in the exact same spot you are right now, as you're beginning your new journey of finding your habit. And you're going to find a roadmap. It's breadcrumbs for you to follow to figure out how to find the you that you're searching for. So what I did was I took all of those habits and I piled them in a pile and I started actually doing it. I started moving towards what I wanted to be. Each day I made a list of things that were my non-negotiable things. The things that I would not give up like so they would be like going to the gym felt very important to me. Meditating every day felt very important to me. Trying to remind myself that it's good to be here and being grateful for being here was very important to me. To catch myself when I was talking negative about myself was very important to me. To eat better, to eliminate things like sugar and grains and all these different things that were coping mechanisms for me before, to eliminate those so I can get inflammation down. And I started reading about the science behind glioblastomas. I started reading about and looking for other people out there that have had success with it. And it wasn't the doom and gloom that the doctor said. There are plenty of people out there that have lived longer than what was projected. And so I started to pull away from what what everybody was telling me that my life was supposed to be like. And I changed my habits to what life I wanted my life to be like. And little did I know that in that transformation, I would find a version of me that I've been looking for forever, where I can actually like myself now. I can be excited to wake up each morning and to attack the day in a way that's not fear-based or self-loathing or breaking bad hat, like breaking into like this, this spiral all the time of just undoing anything good in my life. And it was just a byproduct, actually finding myself by changing my habit. And it's the craziest thing. It, it, there's so much of this journey through brain cancer that I, I just can't explain in just this episode that I have unearthed about myself that I had been looking for forever. I didn't know it was there, but what I realized now after analyzing it, it was there all along. So if there is something that you're trying to do, I highly suggest that you look at your habits. This is a new year. We're all setting resolutions. We're all trying to like be the new version of us. But the truth is this, if you do not change the things that you're doing that is dragging you down and not helping you get to where you want to go, you are going to stay where you're at. Don't wait till something shakes your foundation until you decide to change your habits. Until you, you, you can continue to do exactly what you do every day, but I promise you there will come a day where something is going to force you to change that habit. You can either stick with that habit and be foolish and think that you're going to change whatever the outcome is, or you can actually take advantage of it before it happens and change that habit. You know exactly what that is for you. Nobody needs to explain it to you. You don't have to tell to other people as you're listening to this, you know what it is. You can do something right now to change for the better of that habit. It doesn't have to be huge. It could be the smallest thing, but today could be the day that you could change everything and start to build the foundation to that version of you that you have been looking for forever. It's there waiting for you to discover it. So that new you requires some new habits, some new actions, and you're going to find a version of you that you never knew existed. And you're going to be so happy that you took the time to look for it. 
want to thank you all one more time for tuning in and do me a huge favor, like I said, and share this, review it, let other people know what we're doing over here. Help me spread the message and help others learn from this story. I want to leave you with today's power up. By learning from our mistakes and embracing new habits, we can transform ourselves and create a more fulfilling and productive life, but it won't be easy. We will still stumble and make mistakes along the way. So it's important to remember to forgive ourselves and keep moving forward. By committing to change, we can break free from our old habits and create new ones that will change our lives for the better. Take control of your habits and create the life that you love. I hope this helps. Power up. Hey everyone, Jason here. Just wanted to thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope that you swing over and check out jasontharp.com. Make sure that you like and subscribe, leave a review, let other people know about this podcast. This is how it's going to grow. This is how we're going to have a huge impact with this story. I want to help others get through that nasty hurdle of self-sabotage. And I appreciate you. And I thank you so much. Make sure you check me out on all the socials. You can just search me and find me. Uh, would love to connect. Let's be friends. Till I see you again. Power up.